0: Hello everybody, uh, welcome back to Machiavelli's Mind. Um, I took a couple days to try and figure out what the hell is going on with this, and we'll discuss that in the first segment, but today I think I'm going to just do, uh, food locations, because my sister's come to move in the vicinity, and... Almost every night we've been out to a fast food restaurant. So I figure, what the hell? Since uh, yesterday we decided to go try out Burger King, it was not a good experience for me. So we'll talk about that in great detail. Um, I also have a personal thing I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode. I really wanted to wait until Pile Driver Podcast. But um, it's going to be a little bit before that's back up and running. We're having a lot of technical difficulties with that. But uh, once that's all resolved, we will have another Power Driver podcast. But for right now, that's on temporary hiatus. So, um, like I, seriously, once that's up and running, that um, I will be pimping that out like a two dollar whore on prom night. So um that's it for the opening. Get ready to delve deep into Machiavelli's mind. Let's start off with this. Um, So, for a long while, I haven't been able to get to any other platform except Anchor. And I wasn't sure what the hell the problem is. I mean, there's literally hundreds of other podcasts that talk dirtier than me, raunchier than me. Hell, there's... Probably, like, fucking uh, white supremacy groups talking their trash on some other damn podcast and network. So I was doing some research and checking it out. And I even uh, talked to the wonderful people of Anchor. Um, turns out that even self-censoring in your title descriptions or segment descriptions, like... Is a no-no. Like, you can talk about whatever the fuck you want on your podcast, uh, no matter how explicit, as long as you put the explicit tag and don't have anything offensive in the titles or descriptions of your episodes. So, uh, no capital F, star CKs anymore, no, uh, uh, I banged a whore with my penis p e n uh star s like i i used to if you notice in any of the titles or episodes that if i said a curse word i put like any vowel as a star instead which you can still figure out what the hell the damn word is but anyway so that's hopefully once i send the e- shoot the email back it'll be all cleared up I asked uh, our good friend uh, Thigpen to if he can have take the chan- time to check out my uh, episodes and see if I have any titles left with any cursors or profanity or obscenity or anything like that in it. Um, so once that's all fixed up, uh, hopefully they'll fucking put me on their platforms. Like, like I said, there's way worse out there. There's fucking podcasts where girls talk about their first time getting eaten out on a plane or something. I'm sure Al Qaeda got a fucking podcast somewhere. Fucking white supremacists, the goddamn church that says uh, thank God for dead soldiers. Fuck them, white. By the way, West Baptist Church, you can go fuck yourself. And uh, so, hopefully, that all goes well. If not, If not, worst worst case scenario, uh, if I have to go PG, I'll go PG. And then uh, if Tweaker App Entertainment ever gets their site up, up and started, I will do full uncut videos on there. And then I will have to do some scripted shit on here which I never want that to come to because I am super awkward at reading off a piece of paper. Like I've had episode ideas before where I had shit typed up ready to go and I just fucking butchered all of it. (laughs) So hopefully it goes well uh, because though I love the anchor app, there's not a lot of enough traffic on here to get, Recognition to what I kind of want to do. I mean, I'd love at one point to be viewed enough that I, you know, could abide by doing once a day episodes. Uh, if it all goes well and I start getting other platforms, you'll have a guaranteed two times a week uh, show from me. Guaranteed, no matter what. But as it is now, I don't. I mean, it's not like I don't want to put effort into the show, but I got a lot of shit going on and I'm trying to juggle my home life and work. So, but once all that's fixed up and stuff, I'll be able to completely give at least two hours uh, to this show a day, guaranteed. So hopefully that all goes well and uh, you'll maybe one day. Someday soon, find me on Google Play and all these other app stores that you can find uh, inside you on. And that'll be fucking sweet. So, that's the deal with that. Alright, so, straight into the food thing. Uh, yeah, I went to Burger King yesterday. Now, I had been Burger King in the last... Ten years. I think it's been about eight to ten years since the last time I was. But uh, the nostalgia boner in my brain for the old school classic uh, 1998 fucking uh, Burger King was still hot. And my taste buds were still tingling from the fucking delicious hamburgers and fucking french fries. I think they had the best french fries back in the day. And their nuggets were completely unbound. Like, there was no other chicken nugget that was better than Burger King chicken nugget back in 1998. It was the epitome of food. Fast food or otherwise, it was fucking delicious. So I went there yesterday. And I had to fight for this shit because my niece hates Burger King. Hates! Fucking despises the food with a passion absolutely disgusted by it so her reaction when we told her that we were to Burger King was complete disgust and irritation I said yo 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 the last week and a half we've been going where the fuck you guys want to go you can deal with Burger King for one day trust me it's not like we're gonna get there often so in a huff, she agreed to it and I'm fucking happy I'm fucking rolling my hands together yeah, boy, get that fucking Burger King Whopper or Big Big Mac. No, Whopper. Fuck Burger King Whopper. Going to get that sweet chicken tenders. Fucking hell yeah. Have them awesome fries. We get there. The fucking place looks like shit. There's white shit dripping from the fucking ceiling. Oh, dude, the whole fucking establishment looks like fucking garbage. I'm like, all right, as long as these motherfuckers can cook. So, I ordered my meal, a double bi- uh double whopper cuz I was I was going to get the fucking uh, sourdough bread because yet again, that was my first experience, <clears throat> excuse me, with the sourdough bread. It was fucking delicious back in the day. Like, I-, I don't know when the first uh year it came out, but when I had that shit, that was the <laughs> best fucking burger I ever re- ate. Flame-broiled patties fucking sourdough bread the special sauce the fucking you know lettuce tomato fucking onions motherfucker that was good as shit back in the day oh my god that's ass eating worthy fucking food right there then i order uh i was my sister paid for us so as a good gesture and all that because they were the one who wanted to go originally. And I was like, hell yeah. So I had to fight for that. But um, she goes and gets me the, the meal. And I ask, can I also have a toy piece? Because I haven't had the nuggets in fucking at least eight, ten years. So we get to the table. I'm all excited. I got my barbecue sauce open. Because guess what? Still, no matter what you say for them. Their barbecue sauce is still the best fucking barbecue sauce ever. And you could fight me about that. But I'm telling you right now, that is the only barbecue sauce that I would fucking fight on the trenches for. That's good shit. <sighs> but even that could not save this meal. The french fries were so bland. No taste, no flavor, no zest of life. The burger, it was good, but it wasn't what my memories held up for. I was so downtrodden with that that I was like, "All right, let's try the nuggets." They had to gotten that right. I forgot a few years—well, not a few years ago, years back—they changed the fucking recipe. So not even the nuggets, the fucking magnificent. uh, Get your fucking taste buds and orgasm nuggets could fucking save the meal those were blander than balls like if you lick sandpaper you'd have a better taste in your mouth than the fucking burger king nuggets jesus christ that was awful everything was awful but i was not about to admit that to my niece and be like Yeah, this is fucking terrible. We shouldn't have came, because I wouldn't have heard the end of it. Like, Yeah, see, I told you. I hate Burger King. This place sucks. Blah, blah, blah. So. (sighs) Burger King, what the fuck, man? Let's have a sit down for a second, King. Your food has turned into literal piles of shit. That is disgusting. Your fucking establishment's a fucking joke. And the only good thing you have is those fancy-ass some shoes. Oh, by the way, folks. If you go to those fucking things, do not, I repeat, do not get the strawberry-tainted fucking Dr. Pepper. Holy fuck. Dude, I filled my cup up with that shit. And all you taste is strawberry. There's no Dr. Pepper taste. My sister got... Not even one one hundredth of a fucking cup of that shit, and I was like, ah, oh, no, this is gross. All right, whatever. So she dumped that little bit out. There was like little speckles in there. She filled that shit up with normal Dr Pepper. Motherfucker, didn't that whole goddamn cup get contaminated to taste like Dr Pepper? I fucking dumped my whole cup out. I had it filled to the brim with this fucking strawberry Dr Pepper bullshit. Fucking disgusting. And it actually gave me a fucking migraine. I don't know if it was the chemicals in the fucking to make it taste like strawberry or what, but that fucking shit tasted gross. A gross. So I dumped that shit out. I washed it out with the fucking water that's you know that comes with the half lemonade shit. Fucking clean that shit up, motherfucker. If there wasn't a little bit in the goddamn straw, tainted the entire surplus of dark pepper I poured in that fucking cup. Everything tastes like strawberry dicks, like a dick-tainted, musky cock with strawberry-flavored. Fucking God. So, needless to say, I did not at all enjoy my meal. I choked down the chicken nuggets because, yet again, it's too prideful to admit to my fucking niece. Uh, You're right, Burger King's food does suck, but their barbecue sauce is the shits. The fucking food was garbage, and that place should just be shut the fuck down. Like I don't know who still likes their food. I mean, but again, again, you're right. The flame broiled patties—they're fucking good as shit. But that's about it. Everything else is hot dog garbage. Like that's a fucking pile of garbage with dog bodies in it. It's disgusting. It's fucking terrible, and they should be ashamed to fucking call that shit food. Damn! So while we're on the uh, topic of fast food, let's go to their arch nemesis, their rival for years, in McDonald's. Now, say what you want, what you want, what you will of me. But McDonald's food, though fucking heart-wrenching and fucking just makes my whole chest fucking tense up when I eat that shit, it's still good shit. It still tastes pretty fucking good. Now, they all say, which, whether it's true or not, the fucking chicken nuggets are reprocessed. Fucking meat. It's not even real. That's why I could sit there for so long. Listen, I don't care. I really don't. Because guess what? It's still fucking good. Now, their bark sauce ain't my fucking tops. But... It's there. <sighs> like, what can you say? The food tastes pretty good. It's not awful. I mean, it's not flame-broiled patties, because once they cross that fucking territory, I'd be sucking the, the fucking clown's dick every goddamn day. But for the most part, it's not terrible fucking food. I mean, would I rather somewhere like the next segment probably, Wendy's or something? Yeah. But you know what? You get your fucking food for dirt cheap. Honestly, if you think about it, compare the it fucking prices. McDonald's, you get a fucking cheeseburger for a dollar. Motherfucker, don't buy anything from the fucking menu. Just get three fucking cheeseburgers, and there you go. That's your fucking meal. Yeah, the cheeseburgers are small as fuck and like flimsy looking and shit, but they taste good, and that's all it comes down to. If it looks like a pile of shit, but tastes like, uh golden pussy fucking who gives a shit that means more for you nobody else will buy that shit they'll be like ah it looks like shit they'll be like all right i'll have yours then fuck it this is the best taste, goddamn thing ever oh well i don't know you said it looks like shit don't worry about it i'll take care of it i'll be the garbage disposal i'll eat that butthole so yeah fuck mcdonald's i don't have much to complain about about it i mean just the simple fact that looks like garbage but tastes great to the to a most extent compared to some of this fucking garbage food around here oh there's a place i gotta talk to you people about. oh boy but yeah mcdonald's fucking taste wise completely trumps burger king and they don't have any seasoning or special sauce that they put on. Well, special sauce they do, but no seasoning they put on their patties. It's just meat, bitch. They don't put any special... Uh, do they put special seasoning on their fucking chicken nuggets? Maybe. Uh, but, like, it, why do their nuggets taste better than fucking Burger King's? Why did Burger King have to change their fucking nuggets? Cocksuckers! Damn! But, yeah, McDonald's I ain't got no problem with but just not every day cuz like i said that shit fucking makes your chest hurt just smelling the food let alone fucking eating that shit and your fish stinks wash your pussy damn it not only that but that fucking barbecue shit was the smelliest rotten smelling fucking thing i have ever smelled in my fucking life it is putrid and repugnant Motherfucker, we had to put that shit in the trunk uh, way back when the rib, rib, uh, McRib came back out. Uh, my s- dad liked that shit. So, we got that shit and it stank. And we have it in the fucking car with us and we're driving. Oh my god, the whole fucking car reeks. Like stinky, greasy skunk pussy. So, um,. We pull over to the side of the fucking road. We're not even a uh, quarter of the way home. She goes, "Put that shit in the fucking trunk. It stinks." I go, "On, no problem here." So I I take the bag. I run it back from the back seat. Yes, it was on the back floor. That's how rank and stinky it was. That it emanated from the fucking floor. Over all the other food we had, it fucking overpowered the scent and stank that fucking bad. So I grab that shit. I take, go out of the car, go to the fucking trunk, open that shit up, and put it in and close it. I put it – because I think we went to Walmart or whatever at the time too. So I fucking get a plastic Walmart bag. I wrap that shit up in it and conceal it like it's a biohazard and fucking lock that shit in the goddamn trunk. McRib is the smelliest fucking shit I have ever smelled because like, it got that – fucking fungus cheese that you stick between your ass crack and it is fucking rank man shit literally butternut mcdonald's is pretty good so since i mentioned in the last segment let's talk about wendy's wendy's burgers are so fucking good oh my god like fat boy talk let's get real. Those might be the best of all the burgers. And it's it's really good food. It really is. The only thing is, I'm not a chili person. And the fact that they literally take any meat that's left over from a, a burger patty or something that wasn't presented properly or taken care of properly or whatever is ground the fuck up and thrown in the sauce. I mean... Realistically, it's innovative. That's from fucking smart business decisions right there. But really, that's kind of fucked up to a certain extent. And I still am traumatized from that fucking time somebody found a fucking cut-off finger in their damn chili. Who the fuck's cutting up people, putting them in their fucking chili? What, you goddamn fucking Leatherfaces family? What the hell? But, yeah, um... For the most part, Wendy's fries are fucking good as shit. Their burgers are amazing, possibly the best burger I've tasted in a long time. Yet again, Burger King's Whopper tastes good, but the presentation and stuff garbage, and the rest of their fucking food that comes with the burger garbage. McDonald's is tastes all right, uh, tastes good, and is presented like shit. It looks like this little fucking tiny ball of fucking bread. Just, Crushed in your head, not really crushed in your head, but like formed, and there's like barely any meat on the fucking patty. It's trash. But fucking Wendy's, man, that's two big ass squares put on a fucking burger bun. That's real meat. That ain't no fucking bullshit nonsense meat. It's fucking good. That shit's grilled to fucking perfection. It tastes delicious. But yeah. Wendy's I don't have any beef with. In fact, do yourself a favor and go on Wendy's fucking Instagram, I believe it is, where whoever is their spokesperson or person on their fucking thing, they roast motherfuckers. They roast them hard. Like the one person asks, "Uh, what should I get at Taco Bell? And Wendy's response was directions to the nearest Wendy's. Oh, shit. They fire hot. And they like fucking retort to a lot of people and, and bust their balls. And I love it. It's the best PR move they could have done. So fucking badass. Like, you, you fucking put zest in your shit. You don't even need commercials. You got people talking for you. That was great publicity. Great. Gotta check that shit out. So, let's talk about Long John Silvers. Dude, that is my favorite chicken of all time, even over the kernel. <clears throat> Sorry. But, uh, yeah. Long John Silver's chicken is, chicken planks are one of the best fucking tasting chicken strips that I've ever had. Uh, they, I don't know if that's fucking fish batter or whatever the fuck they have around that chicken, but the crunch is so fucking good. And then the little crispy is what I call them, which is the excess of any, um, Chicken, chicken, uh, planks or fish things. The crusts sometimes uh, hardens and falls off into the container, and then you've got these whole pile of fucking crunchies on the bottom, in which you dip your fucking, uh, you bite the chicken, right, and then you uh, dip that shit in the Krispies and then bite it again. You have got a whole mouthful of Krispies. It's like eating those good ice, good ice cream cakes with the fucking chocolate, uh. Crunchies in the middle, man. That shit is good as fuck, by the way. Uh, their fries are fucking fantastic. They're hush puppies to die for. Like, if you are down with hush puppies, I'm down with you. That shit is good. Like, but the only problem is that the closest fucking... <sighs> the closest fucking uh, Lounge on servers to me is in this... Wack, garbagey fucking dilapidated fucking building where their drive through I shit you not, I am not joking, is literally a cup on a string where you put your fucking money into and they wheel that shit up. I don't know how they get the food back down to you, <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. I'm not joking. Literally, you drive up, you place your order, you put your money in the fucking cup, they fucking s- pull that shit up on a string. <laughs> it is the most fucking garbagey fucking establishment I have ever fucking seen in fast food history. And then I guess they have a fucking. What is it? Uh, that fucking tray. I guess they have a tray that wheels down with your food on it. How it would hold all that weight and then wheel on fucking roasts beyond me. But I will never forget the day we parked in and I seen somebody taking their order and they had to put their money in a fucking cup that rose up like a service elevator in the you know that fucking hotel rooms and shit where they the fucking food's wheeled up to your fucking room and you take it out and then you press the button down back down the kitchen and it fucking holy fuck you know you don't even have the the fucking satisfaction of an elevator it's just this little fucking string a cup on a string i I swear to god this is real this is real fucking shit like you want to talk about ghetto this shit is fucking ghetto as shit and then you go into the fucking place the whole one section is completely blocked off no matter what time of day you go in no matter how many people you have with you, that one fucking section is always blocked off. And I think it's the smoking section. So, no not getting smoking section ever. There's always fucking chairs blocking that shit off. It's always just been cleaned. Or it's always, oh, there's something going on over there so you can't get in. There's never been a time I have gone to that Lounge on Silvers that that fucking place has opened up. Oh... <sighs> But Lon John Silver's, it's, it's fucking good. It is some good fast food. But goddamn, if that fucking specific Lon John Silver's is not the most ghetto, trashiest fucking place. Oh my god. So before we continue, I want to give a shout out to uh, Twiggy Rap Entertainment. That is the brand that I am under, and it's a. Uh, amalgamation of many different shows and ideas put together into one faction if you will let's go with wrestling terms since i am on a show on twiggy rap entertainment called the pal driver podcast it is hosted by mr bill thigpen himself and co-hosted by me and the white chocolate wonder Travis. So that's one of the fine programming that you can look forward to, other than this fabulous, magnificent construct of awesomeness of Machiavelli's mind, which you know you love me, you know you need me, and you know I can deliver to you, baby. Then you got some wonderful, if not the most best podcast in the world today, my opinion's... Are not the factual obligation opinions of others of inside you with Bill Thigpen and the Raptor. One of my most favorite listen to programs. I literally will sit there and listen to these two uh, just bullshit and talk about some amazing topics and their viewpoint on certain things. is just my favorite aspect that this is why I love hanging out with them too and talking to them because of my fucking psychopathic mind. And, and rambling fucking uh, cum-spewing mouth. Not actual, but figuratively. We have some of the most fun conversations of all time. And them two alone, just talking back and forth, is some of the funnest shit that you can get on a podcast. And I love those guys. I really do. Danny got luke's vape shop kind of thing where he talks about technology and his vaping products which are fantastic uh i don't vape because you know i have the lungs of a fucking two-year-old asthmatic but if i were to vape i would definitely buy his products he sounds like he knows exactly what the hell he's talking about and he makes his own shit so that is awesome check him out then you got eddie's guitar house i think i got that right i don't know for sure but he is on twitch which is an offshoot from our usual anchor app and uh he delivers fantastic games multiplayer games you know a lot of of the clickbait youtube games or the the games that are very infamous on twitch like um the soccer car fucking game where you're literally driving cars and uh, trying to hit it into the other person's net and shit. And he plays with his players and he responds to his donators. So hit him up and he will play with you. If he's playing a multiplayer game, he will let fucking players on to play with him. And you know how Twitch works, folks. If you're a donator, you get, immediate access almost so check out eddie's guitar house man because it is the shit it really is and uh hopefully there will be more programs set up and lined up and if you're interested in being a part of the twiggy rap uh entertainment brand uh message them at their website um I don't know per se the email address, but trust me, if you're a good friend of ours and you're interested in having your own shit, like, check it out. Uh, But uh, for everyone else, please check these these shows out. We work really damn hard on them. When we put them out, we don't half-ass them. We work hard on this shit. We sit down and fucking think about this stuff for weeks. And uh, we try and give our proper uh, effort into every show. So if you enjoy it, please don't forget to help us out in the future. So check out Twiggy Rap Entertainment and all the products in alignment with it. Thank you, guys. Now let's talk about a place that I used to go. A place that I used to like going quite a lot, that we'd go to frequently. Now, my dad's dad used to um, always complain and, and break our balls when he was live to take him to the the next place, which is the Beacon. And we'd always go there anytime we had to work on the house or stuff. This is before we even moved in. Uh, he would always be, I'm hungry. When are we going to go? I want to go to the beacon. I want to go to the beacon. It's like, all right, all right, Frank, don't worry about it. We'll take you to the damn beacon. Calm down. And he would hide tools and shit while we're trying to build, uh, fix the room. And he'd be like, well, you lost your tool. You want to go to the beacon? We're going to beacon. It's like, all right. Fucking go to the Beacon. Hang on. So we'd get our shit together and we'd go up to the Beacon. And we'd have a nice food. They, they had great food at the time. They had this thing called the Beaconator, which had your barbecue sauce. It had chili, beans, and all, all sorts of fucking shit. Onion rings, everything. like It was as big as um, a McDonald's cup, like a large McDonald's cup. And it was fucking amazing. The food was good. Their fries were good. Everything was so fucking on, and they gave you such a good quality, quantity for the quality. I mean, it was even even then it was a little pricey. But man, you get your fucking money's worth. You ate that shit. That was some good fashion shit. <sighs> Fast forward. The owner, apparently, allegedly, there's rumors going around that she was in a relationship with fry cook, the cook there, the main cook. And, uh, she, and he had a disagreement and they broke up. So she got a new cook. She completely, completely demolished her portions and raised her prices. So she did not just one, but two of the negatives of a fucking restaurant owner. She, uh, Cut the portions in almost half, so you got barely any fucking food, and then she almost doubled the fucking price of every fucking food item on her fucking thing. So the quality of the food sucks because the chef who came in was an overzealous, pompous cocksucker, piece of garbage, and uh, to the point where he couldn't even fucking make a well-done cheeseburger. He couldn't make anything. He was garbage. So we went there, which was the last visit. I I gave them multiple chances because there was a transition period between the chefs in which the food would sometimes come out absolutely garbagey, absolutely fucking horrendous. And then other times where it came out fine. okay, mediocre at best. But uh, that last time. I got a burger that was nearly bleeding when I ordered well done. The food, the fries were garbage quality. It f- tasted like it was refried, uh, saved oil and shit. It was horrible. It was the most terrible fucking experience I've ever had. And like, I sent the burger back and I don't do that. I'm a kind of guy that'll be like, all right, whatever. I'll deal with it. I, or I won't eat it. And then I'll just fucking pay for it and go home or whatever but i i it was so bad that i had to send it back not once not twice but nearly five fucking times because he could not get the burger cooked and they did not even compass the fucking meal by the way they actually re-fucking heated and refried the fucking patty so much and I, you could hear him in the fucking uh, kitchen screaming and pitching a fit about how how uh, this fucking guy keeps sending a fucking burger back and what is he fucking eating here for blah 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 and the fucking burger is good enough and blah 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 and he was a miserable fucking piece of garbage and he kept sending this not done burger out so finally i was like hmm it was finally cooked and like chef actually came out and stared and watched and I was like, yeah, it's good now. Now you can finally go back in your kitchen, fucking fuck around and play pussy liquor 9000 with the fucking restaurant owner, allegedly. So the food was actually trash, absolutely garbage. How's the food? We were honest, brutally honest, because I think at that time my sister had come back and her husband was – Came back from leaving shit. And uh, uh, at some point, I'm going to find my my microphone and we're going to have an interview with her and her husband if he wants to. And uh, But yeah, food was terrible. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely disgusting. And we were honest to the person and sh- she was not allowed to comp our meal. She wasn't allowed to do anything. So uh, we paid full price, which was almost – what twenty something dollars for the fucking burger and fries? And I said, I don't care if you fu- if it's twenty years down the line and it's a brand new chef a brand new fucking owner. I am never ever coming here again. And I don't give a fuck if you guys want to drag me. I'll eat fucking hot pockets. I'll eat the fucking hot dog shit out of the dog's asshole before I eat this garbage food again. This is the worst fucking run place. The food sucks. The chef is a piece of shit. And the owner is a fucking garbage cunt. So guess what? Fuck you, Beacon Diner. At least the one. I don't know about the other one because apparently it's run by her ex-husband who knows how to fucking run a goddamn business. And this diving fucking gargling cunt fucking took this one. So this one fucking sucks trash. Don't go to it. Fucking exile it. Fucking do what you can to fucking get this fucking shithole to shut the fuck down. Because because of these fucking cunts, there's no longer a fucking Wendy's coming to our fucking region. Fuck you, Beacon Diner. You ruin everything that you touch or interact with. You're a garbage fucking facility that hands out garbage fucking food. And your fucking establishment should be closed the fuck down. I'm sure you got roaches and bugs in there by now because your fucking chef probably doesn't wash his fucking hands either tainted rotten cunt cock fucking garbage ass bitch fuck you beacon diner you garbage factory of hell you overpriced overzealous pompous fucking cunt fuck you and i digress the beacon diner is not a place to go it is not a high class establishment it is not a nice place to eat it is garbage food for garbage people now And all of their fucking people who used to go there, all the elderly people, all the nice people who we used to interact with and have a good time with, have stopped going. You know why? Because she's a greedy fucking cunt who fucking overprices her food and lowers the portions immensely. So suck my dick, you rancid cum whore. And guys, by the way, she's a fucking psycho. (laughs) So have fun with that. Fuck you, Beacon Diner. I hope you get fucking closed next year. Okay, I said uh, there was well, those last two or last ones, but I want to give a special shout out to Two Kings. Um, I always, for years, was absconded by it because Ma hated greasy pizza, and she said it's one of the most very greasiest pizzas around, and it made her stomach hurt. So we never ordered from there. We never went to that facility. We never ate in that place. Because, well, it's really greasy pizza, so their other food probably wasn't as good, you know. It's like, ugh, I don't know. So we finally buckled and, and got pizza and shit from there, and I liked it. I li- I don't mind fucking greasy pizza. Like, that, to me, adds the taste, and that's, like, part of the pizza-eating experience is some greasy-ass fucking pizza to fucking clog your arteries and make your heart go, dokey-dokey. But, yeah – that fucking but when we actually start going there, they are fucking awesome. Their portions are grandiose, so good, so fucking too sweet, as the uh, wolf pack would say. It is delicious, and uh, they have a, a sub on there, number thirty, the California cheeseburger sub. It is so fucking good that I know its number by heart. It is massive. It's a fucking huge ass hoagie. With burger meat all the way across, lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. It is heart-stoppingly good. It is fucking amazingly huge. Like, I never could eat it in one setting. There's one time I did eat it in one setting, but that's a day I was feeling sick at work and then couldn't eat all day. So I got home and was starving. But yeah, that shit's fucking good. And then the fries are theirs are good. Uh, they got these broccoli bites. I like. I don't like like heated up broccoli or anything like that. But these broccoli bites were fucking good. Like mouth drooling, full erection, good. Like they are fucking delicious. I love it. I love the broccoli bites there. I love the cheeseburger sub. And they got they got for days. They got. Uh, so much good food there. This is what a fucking restaurant is, Beacon. You garbage fucks. The fucking Two Kings restaurant. I, I don't know if all the like I said. The, this is all based off the places I've gone. Like I haven't gone around the world and sampled every fucking Two Kings. So if you have a Two Kings that is garbage, or you find a fucking uh place that's way better, like if Burger King, another Burger King, never challenged their fucking chicken nugget recipe. If you find that, please send me an email and look at that place or whatever. Like different results may vary and that's always something you're going to have to deal with with expansion and uh, lazy teenage dropouts who don't have anywhere else to work. So – but Two Kings is fucking – I don't know if it's family run or whatever, but it sure as hell is a great place to, to eat the waitresses are really fun really interacts with you in a positive way don't treat you like a piece of garbage and uh yeah but oh that's something i forgot to mention about the fucking cracker barrel some of the waitresses there could be real fucking snotty cunts and we actually did not tip the one lady because she was so fucking ignorant about it but yeah that's Another negative against Cracker Barrel. But anyway. Oh, Two Kings is so fucking good. You guys gotta check that place out if you live in the area. It's so fucking good. Oh my god. Oh Before I fucking forget, you sons of bitches. At the Dorney Park there is a place called the Burger Bar the fucking monitors shut down so when you're in the middle of ordering at the fucking park in the fucking establishment the fucking things go down the fucking service there is garbage the people do not care they are literally just there for the fucking uh summer experience and they do not give a flying fuck about your food you stand in line for almost an I almost stood there for two fucking hours waiting for a burger at the burger barn. A place with burger in the name where you would think that they are trained enough or skilled enough or fucking know anything about food handling and fucking giving out food. Two hours waiting to get a fucking cheeseburger. Then when I get it, I, 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 I don't even know if it was mine. I, I literally watched them take a burger, open it up. Ray fucking put a, a new patty on it, uh, put more bacon on it, and they put that shit on, had the fries on it already, all sitting in the fucking window for at least an hour, and they fucking had it to me. Now, on any other night, any, any other attempt at this would be fucking death sentence, but I was so irritated and so fucking hungry that I was like, fuck it. The, the food wasn't cold, thank God, for them because I would have fucking dived in there and started punching these fucking dive cunts in the fucking mouth. But the fact that two hours sitting there waiting for our fucking food and it may or may not have been somebody else's food repurposed for our own. And not only that, not only that, not only that, but my nephew hates any other condiment other than fucking ketchup. He will drink ketchup. He is like uh, Chris Farley's character. On that episode of all that. Where he was the ketchup chef. To uh, Keenan uh, Mitchell's. Fucking chocolate chef. He will drink ketchup for days. But he hates any other condiment. It is disgusting to him. is repulsive repugnant. Awful to him. These bitches. These stupid fucking Swan diving, cow looking fucks. Put barbecue sauce in one of them, like it's you know them big square fuck containers that hold the condiments that you you push the pump and it fucking on your fucking food. Well, these stupid bitches filled the whole fucking ketchup one up, and it says ketchup on the front. is the whole container's big and red. They filled it up with fucking barbecue sauce. They mixed the ketchup and barbecue sauce together in the container. And fucking put it out there. And he squirts it all over his fries. And he melts the fuck down. He waited an hour just like me. And he he lost his fucking mind. Like he was ready to go home. I go, listen, here. Here's my fries. I took his chicken fingers off, put it on my fries. Took my burger, put it on his fries, and I took his fries. I said I don't mind barbecue sauce. I don't. I like barbecue sauce. Fine. I'll eat it. No problem. So my sister pissed off, goes up, stomps up there, and goes and starts ranting at them about how the fucking ketchup in the container is actually barbecue sauce, and how it fucking ruined my nephew's fucking food, and this, that, and the other thing. So they, the fucking lady, comes hobbling out, running out. She gets the fucking container of ketchup, and she takes it back to be switched out with an actual ketchup container. This bitch thought she was fucking slick. She took the container back, sat back there for a couple minutes, then she brought it back the fuck out, put it back on there. My sister went up there, got a lid, a, a cup lid, full of this fucking supposed ketchup, brought it back out, and put it on him. He smells it and goes, Mom, this is the same barbecue sauce. She goes, no, I, I tasted some of it, and she he goes no, smell it. She smells it. It's the barbecue sauce, the same one she just took back. We go to turn, we turned over to look at the fucking stashment, and don't you know it? That bitch went on break. She went running out of that fucking burger bar, and she ran right uh, right down the road to escape that fucking who you bitch, you worthless cum slut. I was fucking furious. Well, I wasn't as furious as they were, but I was pretty annoyed that I had to wait almost two fucking hours for a goddamn burger. But it is the most basic fucking food you could make. I put that shit out of grill, sizzle that shit up, do a little slit. Is it still bread? No. Is it pink? No. Good. Fucking easy to make a burger. It really is. Even I can't make a burger, and I'm basically inept at cooking. Oh, like if you ever go to Dorney, don't. Like if you can eat before you go there, the food there, there's so many – like some of the food's pretty good. Like I got the cheesesteak from there. But like any aspect of ordering the fucking food is almost impossible. And then the wait is always – like I I didn't have to wait an hour for the fucking cheesesteak, but I did have to wait quite a, a time for it. Any aspect of this fucking place, dude, wait, they need to get the shit together for at least the food part. The rides and stuff are completely run perfectly. They got their shit in order with that. But the food place, Dory Park, come on, guys, you got to fucking move your shit up and fuck the Burger Barn. And anybody who's affiliated with the Burger Barn, it is garbage. Fucking zero stars on fucking Yelp, my man. Fucking trash. And fucking fire those stupid bitches. Not, not these workers. The fat fucking bitch who stood there in the middle of the fucking workstation. Their fucking supervisor just stood there like a big fat lummoxing pig. And fucking just watched them run by. There was only two people working in there. Plus that supervisor. That supervisor just stepped up and fucking did something. But no, she just stood there like a fat pig and fucking did nothing. Fuck her. Fuck the burger bar. So, this is not the fucking episode I really wanted to do this on. I really wanted to save it for the Pound Driver podcast. But for now, that's not going to be a show that's running for a little bit. We have to take a slight hiatus due to technical difficulties and personal uh, problems and stuff. So, um, Yesterday, my favorite wrestler of all time died. Uh, Big Van Vader, and I was completely crushed, destroyed, devastated, annihilated by it. I'm still not feeling too thrilled about his death, but uh, talking to the one I love and uh, relaxing and chilling and having a uh, you know a calm session. I I, I had my rage. I, I got fucking pissed, and I was absolutely uninteractable with the whole day so i apologize to my family if they're listening um it was not a good day for me i just did not want to interact with anybody i was just so fucking mad so filled with depression and rage like i just didn't want to do anything yesterday but um yeah uh big Van vader nobody ever understands when i say that he was my favorite wrestler of all time and uh to explain that um i don't know i really don't like he didn't have major titles he wasn't like the main star of the show or anything but his character just spoke to me i liked the character and i was impressed by some of the stories of him back in the day like he, his Japanese, how, how revered he was in Japan, like, they're probably having 10 tolls for him that day. Like, when he died, they probably had service bells and shit and probably had a whole fucking special memorable memorabilia to him and his accomplishments over there. Because even though he wasn't as over over here, he was a fucking god over there back in the day. Like, the Japanese loved him. But um, he was one of the most brutal, hardcore son of a bitches that I've ever heard about. He actually, in one match, had his eye popped out in the middle of a competition he, because he was hit that many times and, and that hard. that His eye actually popped out of the socket, dangling there in the corner. He had to lean down, and with himself, no help, he popped that shit back in, fucking placed that shit right He kept the match going and finished the match. That's how badass he was. Like, you hear about uh, Sabu's jaw-breaking. He had to use fucking duct tape to fucking hold his shit together until after the match. But Big Van Vader actually had his eye pop the fuck out during a match. He is actually the one that uh, got McFully's ear cut off in that barbed wire match, to my knowledge. Like he wound the barbed wire too tight around Mick Foley's face in Japan while Ric Flair was watching and it cut off his ear and he actually took the ear to Ric Flair and goes, I can't hear you speak up or something like that. It was pretty cool. But yeah, he has a lot of negativity about him. Like uh, there's a lot of people who don't like him. And the one thing that really solidated him as uh, a badass of brutalizers, even though it was accidental, he power guy bombed a guy so hard that it actually accordioned him and killed him. Now that's not okay. That's not a good thing. It's not a positive thing. But it's a hardcore thing. Like it, it cements him as one of the most dangerous, scary motherfuckers in ever. Like he actually power bombed the guy so hard that it broke his spine and killed him in the middle of the ring. Allegedly. Like I didn't get to see the tape, but there's people who say that that's a true story and whatever, but I, I just like the stories that, uh, Jim Cornette would talk about on his podcast. Uh, how he said that he was such a nice guy and he was afraid of, uh, being, uh, reprimanded because back in the day, Sean Michaels used to be a Coke fiend. Uh, uh, Vader, uh, Hit him too hard or gave him too much of a stiff clothesline, and Sean was fucking ravaging him. Like saying, "You you ever fucking touch me like that again, you mother you big fat son of a bitch, I'm gonna go to Vince and I'm gonna have your fucking job, you fat fucking blah blah." blah. And so he was so upset that he was actually crying because he's a nice guy deep down. Like he actually is a good person, and he was so upset. At the aspect of losing his job at the grand one of the grandest fucking locations, WWF, that he he just broke down and had and cried and had a nervous breakdown, and uh, that speaks volumes to me. Because if you know me in person, you know how stressed I get at the place I'm at, to the point where I fucking break down sometimes and want to cry. And another aspect of Big Van Vader is that he was. Topeka's dad in uh, Boy Meets World. And uh, he was great on there. He was the uh, overprotective, overpowerful dad who took care of his daughter. and He was even Big Van Vader in that. Like, he wasn't another character. Like, he played the wrestler Big Van Vader in that fucking show. It was awesome. But, yeah, I'm really depressed because... Every chance I got to meet him, uh, his illness that took his life kept overacting and he would have to cancel the appearance. And I was like, fuck, like every single time. And then the last time he was uh, stationed to go, I didn't go because I said he's canceled every single appearance. And the person who did go, who went to a PBW wrestling show, shout outs to PBW, told me, yeah, he didn't make it even to that show i'm like well i'm glad i didn't go but at the same time i really hope to meet him before anything happens because he's getting up there in age and he's got a real bad illness he's missing all these shows and uh yeah i i I figured it was some aspect of pneumonia or something like that like some like because that's a big killer for older people is like uh pneumonia and stuff like that like But it just fucking broke me because I had a bad day yesterday. Like I was so stressed out with everything happening at work. And uh, last break, the first thing I see on uh, White Chocolates feed is rest in peace, Vader. And I just... You ever see that scene in the, the killing joke where the, it zooms in on a joker's face and his eyes are bug eyed? He has that smile and his hands are in his hair, like just fucking gripping his head like he's a madman, psychopath. Well, do that, but instead of a smile, it's the deepest frown I could possibly muster on my mug and eyes filled, ready to just ball in tears like i was so fucking broken and depressed at that point like i had nothing left for that job i was really ready to just walk out and quit and just give up on everything in life i was so fucking down and bummed out i just didn't want to interact with anybody for the rest of that day now people will never understand that like if you have a football star that's your major hero like when Shaq dies people are going to fucking just explode when uh, michael jordan dies they're gonna fucking explode they're gonna lose their fucking mind there's gonna be like probably a national holiday for each of them and that's what it's like for me with vader like i don't understand it myself like he was never a major star but just when his music playing he stormed out to the fucking ring as uh, that big fucking strides With his chest puffed out, like he was cool to me. I uh, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But I I still love him. He's still one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And uh, fucking, I'm gonna miss him real bad. And I have so many Vader figures and pictures that I bought with his signature on it. Like he was my favorite of all time. Like, I love Raven too. Like, he he was tied with my favorite, but man, I don't know what it is about Vader, but he's such a badass to me. Like, even just that story about how he lost his eye, how he was the one who cut Foley's ear off, how he fucking killed a guy with a powerbomb and all that stuff. It just signifies him as the biggest bad guy in wrestling. But I don't know. Uh, It's not going to be the same without him. I, I mean, it will be actually because wrestling sucks now to be honest but uh I, I, I do miss him already and I don't know it fucked me up when Paul Bearer died and now that Vader's gone I really hope fucking Raven keeps holding on and he doesn't OD or something cause I will be a wreck and actually might have to take some time off of work might have to say it's a fucking ant or something no, I'm kidding. I would never do that. It's fucked up, but I'm not. I was not in a good place, and I'm still not in a great place. Like I'm still ready to fucking start bawling my eyes out. I'm so upset. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It, this is a person I've never met in my life. It's a he plays a character on TV that I liked. I never interacted with this man. I don't know him personally. I don't know if he's a douchebag, but he's one of my heroes. He is. So, though I'm timid to say this, I I, I just want to say, rest in peace, Vader. Uh, you are one of my favorites, and I'd say your proper name, but I, I don't think I know your last name. I think it's Leon White, but fuck fuck everything I I I don't know man this is not the episode I wanted to do this on a fucking food establishment fucking episode and Vader's known for being almost 600 pounds when he came back to WWE but for that short stature that he had when him and Goldust were supposed to beat up Stone Cold and Batista fucked them both up I'll never forget that shit he was almost 600 fucking pounds and he actually fell out of the ring trying to get out. Uh, Michael Coachman and fucking uh, Goldus had to help him up. Uh, I just love Vader, man. I don't know why. I don't. But, uh, yeah, I I hope Jim Cornette says something about him on his podcast. And uh, I miss Vader already. So sorry to shut the episode down on a uh, downer. But uh, yeah, um, for the most part, I don't like going out to eat that much because I hate people. I despise interacting with people, uh, especially self-indulgent fat fucks who think that their dollar burger that they paid – should be the most delicacy fucking thing. Like there's actually people who go to McDonald's and complain about the burger and stuff. Like, oh my God, does that stuff so small oh my god Ooh, blah, blah. You're paying a dollar for it. You get what you pay for. It. If you're gonna be a cheap fuck, you're gonna get cheap food. And it goes with any aspect of life. If you go to a location like a fucking uh, Ollie's or whatever, guess what? Or a fucking thrift shop or whatever. Guess what? You're going to pay a low price for something that's not going to be great quality. That's how that works. The higher the quality, the better the product, the more you're going to pay for it. The less money you pay, guess what it's most likely will be? Less quality fucking shit. That's how life works. Get over it, you cheap fuck. And don't go to a place that has multiple fucking things like, I don't know, uh, fucking... Uh, maybe walmart or something and then complain about how the people don't know what the fuck you're talking about i don't know like if i went wanted to get something for tools or building i'd go to a home depot or somewhere and pay a little bit extra and get advice by people who are trained to know that shit then to go to a fucking what fucking ollies or something just get some cheap ass fucking or go to a fucking uh auction and get some fucking cheap material just because I'm a cheap fuck and want to get and have a budget, a low budget for a fucking building. If you want quality shit, you gotta fucking pinch that penny and bring out that fucking dollar, my friend. You gotta stretch your arms deep in your deep pockets. You gotta fucking pay to play, bro, baby. You gotta fucking put the money out there to make an effort. And if you're cheap fuck, you're not gonna get the best quality. You're not gonna get people who know what the fuck. You're talking about you're going to get what you pay for. So if you want that fucking brand name dog food that always like Pet Mart, guess what? Got a Pet Mart. Don't come to anywhere that has just random dog food because we're not sanctioned to fucking have every fucking type of dog food. Same with fucking uh, Dollar General. They have certain cat food there. They don't have super brand name stuff. They have friskies and that, but they don't have the fucking brand name, pedigree, fucking alpha, omega fucking shit. They have shit that's been slowly sitting in the back room for about a week or a month or a year, knowing that place. Don't fucking pop your chest out and go, well, I am a customer. Well, this is what you get. <laughs> I spend $100 a week here. Uh, stand in line. So does everybody else. You obnoxious pig. But anyway, I got to watch my mouth. Anyway, um, I don't know. Uh, I fucking had a bad experience at Burger King, and I just wanted to go through some of places that actually have good food. And uh, maybe you'll agree with me. Maybe you won't agree with me. Maybe you'll think Burger King's better than McDonald's, which it used to be. Not anymore. And maybe you like the Burger Barn in which case you're a fucking idiot and should be beaten with pool cube. But I digress. Um, that's today's episode. Thanks for listening guys. It really means a lot to me because I know there's only right now there's only like five to eight people who listen to me on a regular basis, but I'm hoping once I get the shit fixed that it expands to like Google play and stuff like that. Now I'm not going to put any special links or whatever yet, but, uh, I hope you enjoy. Um, I hope to have another episode. I don't think I'm going to have another episode this week. It's fucking Thursday already, but I'm going to start having two episodes a week, especially if I get this shit working. maybe possibly three episodes a week and, uh, check out everybody else. Enjoy their programming too. And I will see you in the next video. Uh, yeah. See you in the next video. Uh, Fuck it. Uh this is Machiavelli's mine. Thank you for joining me.